So here's the deal. Um, we really like that you uh, listen to or watch This Is True Really News. And we'd love to have we you. We don't understand it. Yeah, well, right. You know, because, well, we've heard us. Um, but we'd really like you to ask your friends and neighbors to please like, subscribe, and or follow This Is True Really News on their favorite podcast outlet. Because we don't understand them either. Bingo. Sure, in Bakara. It's my Norwegian accent. <laughs> wow. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. A criminal complaint charging a 19-year-old woman with negligent use of a weapon. The woman was visiting a Kenosha, Wisconsin apartment where a 21-year-old man had bought a handgun. The woman... Here's a shock. Witnesses oh. said she had been drinking. Oh, great. It's hard liquor and handgun night over at the park. See, now in Texas, that works. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, well, because they, they know how to handle Arlington. them. Ballpark. There's a... <laughs> Still a funny line. Uh, anyway, she had been drinking. She picked up the handgun and turned on the laser sight and was pointing it at the floor to get the cat to chase the laser. She had a finger in the trigger guard. When the gun went off. Well, I'm sure it was just accidental. The gun just suddenly magically fired because that's how it always happens. Uh, yes. Like Guns how get up and happen. misbehave. It was just an accident. And I still I have never been able to get the physics down on that. And how so first of all, you both have to be naked, which <laughs> anyway, the man who was standing in a doorway was shot in the thigh. Authorities say he left and went into another apartment where police found him after responding to a 911 shots fired call. Right. What was he thinking? Hey, I just. A tourniquet had been applied to his leg to stop the bleeding before he was carted off to a hospital. No word on his condition, except that, you know, we think he's probably much more sober and or less stoned than he was. Authorities say he is facing charges for violating bond conditions. <laughs> okay, now we know. You know why now he's know violating why. his bond condition? You can't have a gun. Right. <laughs> or a machete. <laughs> but she wouldn't have shot him with a machete. You no. have to keep that in your hand. Yeah. Uh, the woman, by the way, told police she thought the magazine had been taken out of the gun and said it accidentally went off. There you go thinking. We are honestly, when I get to heaven, I still think I'm going to ask God, do you really think people are your best idea? I mean, look <laughs> at trees, man. <laughs> look at anything but people. They do just what you designed them to do. And people, we run around acting like schmucks. On our hey, good days. Guess what? Ah. It's not fall yet, but Starbucks is already celebrating the earliest release of pumpkin spice lattes ever. Can I say the bastards or do you have to beat that <laughs> no, out you, with something? You can say the bastards. Those bastards. Sure, it's only one day earlier, but it's a slippery slope, my friends. And okay. that's, not, that's not all. What? No, go ahead. It's not all. They've also brought back pumpkin cream cold brew, which is an ice drink topped with pumpkin flavored whipped cream. But that's not all. They know it's August, right? It's bloody August. They've also released a pumpkin scone and a pumpkin cream cheese muffin. Are they captive somewhere? Because <laughs> maybe they ought to be. Titter I'd News. Check their jailers and have them fine. <laughs> Titter News crack team of researchers report the company plans to release pumpkin spice sausage biscuits. Pumpkin spice smoothies and small pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice flavored pumpkins as well. Point of interest, Dunkin' Donuts released their fall pumpkin flavored crap back on August 18th. 
Okay, so let me get this straight. Let me see if I got the holiday straight. Yeah. We celebrate Memorial Day on Memorial Day. Yes. There's like a week buildup, right? Yeah. The 4th of July has a two-week buildup because we got to get the firecrackers sold, right? Yep. Labor Day is a big buildup because like state fair, especially Minnesota, state fairs yeah. and things. That's yeah. It's end, a, end of the summer bash. That, yeah. yeah. Depending on how the legislatures feel that year, it's either the start of school or the second weird week of school. <laughs> now, while we're in August, the what used to be in our heads, the dog days of summer. Yep. We're putting out Halloween candy, a very, to most yes. people, a very minor holiday. Halloween and or Christmas. Wait for it. I will sit Halloween candy is sitting in my grocery store as we speak. The little bags Are you serious? Size, little bags of fun size stuff. Oh, for Pete's sake. It's not listed as Halloween candy, but honestly, if I'm buying candy, I'm not buying little fun size stuff. I'm buying the big <laughs> I'm, monster size. I just went. I there. want a Twix. I, I want a Kit Kat that takes like a Derek. <laughs> to move. <laughs> I just had a payday a, a couple of weeks ago. And it only came in extra large sizes. And I went, that's good. Exactly. Oh, look. The Kit Kat is this long and has four sections. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> I mean, and think about it. Before we even get to Thanksgiving, Christmas will be in full bore. <sighs> Moments after Christmas, while we're still thinking, what are we going to do for the new year? I'm sure they'll start with Valentine's Day stuff. Again, another. <sighs> Drives me nutty. Are, and and apparently, species. apparently, 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 we dig it. We must because it keeps happening. How soon before they, the radio station switched to all Christmas? I'm thinking oh, mid-September this year. Drives, oh. Boston's famous skinny house is on sale again. Oh, well, we are we welcome there? Aren't we? Because I only did one story, didn't I? No, no, no. Are we welcome at the skinny house? No, you're not. Mm. Yes, we are. It's on sale. Well, it's for sale. Yeah. It's on the market again for a whopping (laughs) $1.2 million. If you've never seen it, Google is your friend. Okay. The vertical rectangular house was listed a week or so ago. First time it's been on the market since 2017. Then it sold for $900,000, according to the Boston Globe. The home is in Boston's North End. You ready? It's about 1,165 square feet. But more interestingly, the house is barely three meters or 10 feet wide. Yeah, it says 10 feet across. At its widest point. Yes. And then the abode narrows in the back. Near about nine, just over nine feet. There are four stories in the home because (laughs) what are you going to put in one floor that size? There are four stories in the home. A private deck displays views of the Boston Harbor, which would be kind of cool. The house offers updated appliances, hardwood floors, exposed brick, and a Juliet balcony facing private gardens. So you can think of all the role play. I'll get my wig. I wasn't thinking with you, but thanks for offering. (laughs) You're welcome. No, it does not have a front door. Did you think you entered? Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Okay, go ahead. You have to enter through a private side door where they are met with a a somewhat full-size kitchen and dining room. That's basically your main floor. The second floor holds the living area, and the house's only bathroom. It's a very popular spot. Ooh, yes. Mm. And think about it. If you got the kitchen and the dining area in the first floor, where else would you put it but the second floor? Because you get farther away, and then it gets lippy. Yeah. 
Third level has living space and a bedroom. And then, of course, the master bedroom is the only room on the final floor. Appointments are available to view the home, but potential buyers may want to move quickly. It, it sold in less than three months in 2017. And they're thinking the weird little thing could go about as quick this time around. Oh, my. I like it just because it's so amazingly weird and quirky. But I don't like it because I don't know if it has escalators or elevators. <laughs> and I don't want to walk the stairs. I ain't going to that fourth floor for nothing. <laughs> so you're well aware it's illegal to harm a seagull in UK, right? You know, I, I hadn't, but I'm sure you've checked. One woman from Cardiff, Wales, has gone the other way, much to the displeasure of her neighbors. Irene Weber, 71, is, was taken to court for attracting flocks of birds, up to 100 of them, by feeding them. Hmm. Some of her neighbors had to leave the house with an umbrella, even on sunny days. <laughs> Why would that be, Scott? <laughs> to avoid the... Because they can't tell the difference between a living human being and a statue. <laughs> Fallout. <laughs> what? One neighbor said, this has had numerous effects on myself and my family with food dropped by the seagulls, constant problems with bird excrement on our windows, cars, clean washing, and even ourselves. Wow, what a load of... I and my family are unable to eat outside or have barbecues in our garden. You want to catch up with the... Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> the birds sometimes swoop down and take food and also mess over the area. The increased bird activity also results in accumulations of bird mess on our property roof and gutters so that they need more regular cleaning. Ms. Weber was fined 3,000 pounds at Cardiff Magistrates Court. She was also served a notice under Section 4 of the Prevention of Damage by Pests Act of 1949, ordering her to keep her garden free of mice and rats. Hmm. So she's got to do something about the flying rats and the crawling. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.